This episode was recorded on November 6, 2017. It was not recorded in front of a live studio audience. How is everyone doing today? It is your amazing host, Jeremy Quintanilla, along with his rodent sidekick, Furiosa. Before we kick this show off, make sure you follow me on Instagram at Age of Jeremy. You follow Age of Radio, our parent company, on Facebook at Age of Radio. And of course, so we can create the biggest podcast award show in the world, join our Age of Radio group, Radioheads, where you can vote for which podcast you like the most from the podcast I bring to you on the Age of Jeremy show. Let's get this show on the road. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having an amazing Thursday. Even though I'm recording this on Monday, you're listening to it on Thursday, hopefully, especially if you subscribe. And again, you can subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe to it on Google Play. You can subscribe to it on Stitcher. You can subscribe to it on TuneIn. Essentially, you can subscribe to it anywhere you get your podcasts. So that's what's amazing about podcasts. It's everywhere, just like Age of Jeremy. But we have an amazing show for you today. We're going to talk about metrics on our social media piece. We're going to talk about Instagram metrics specifically. And then in the business development piece, we're going to talk a little bit about lead generation, why it's important to have lead generation, and essentially why you need metrics for lead generation and what metrics you should uh, follow. We're also going to be talking about uh, feedback because I got some feedback from my wife for from the first two podcasts, and I kind of want to share that with you. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about what's been going on in my personal life, specifically with dieting or my lack of dieting and kind of adjusting to my new sleep schedule. But let's kick this off with our podcast awards. Last episode, I previewed Uncivil and Coffee with Butterscotch. If you missed it, Again, you can go back and listen to our podcast. And again, the Age of Radio podcasts are on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, Overcast, and Pocket Cast, or anywhere you get your podcasts. I really enjoy Stitcher and TuneIn. With TuneIn, I can listen to my podcasts on my Amazon Echo, my Dot, or my Amazon Dot, and my Amazon Show. Yes, I have all of them. I'm kind of an Amazon whore. But it's not really important what kind of whore you are. It's just important that you're whoring. Anyway, let's get on with the awards. This episode, I'm going to preview the last two shows in our November podcast award lineup. They are School of Podcasting and Star Talk. Before I start the review, remember that to vote, you need to join the Age of Radio Group Radioheads. It is open to the public so anyone can join. Let's start with a little clip from Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. And this clip really sums up his whole show because it's the intro to his show and it's pretty fucking amazing. So here it is. Get it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. I'm your very own award-winning personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, I'm going to bring my bachelor's degree in education, specializing in technical education, 20 years of helping people 
understand technology, and I'm going to help you massage your message. I'm going to help you tackle that technology, face your fears, flatten the learning curve, and get you on the road to not just podcasting, because you can go watch a bunch of old, outdated YouTube and uh, you know, kind of throw up a podcast. We're going to get you going in the right direction. The website is schoolofpodcasting.com. Go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code LISTENER. And that will save you on your first month. Well, I always like to start off the show with what I call a because of my podcast story. If you can answer that question, then that's it. If you can answer the, you know, just finish the sentence. Because of my podcast, blank. And it's something that you would have been able to do, except, well, because of your podcast. Send it on in. Go out to schoolpodcasting.com slash contact. You can find all the different ways to contact me. And last Saturday, I had Troy Heinrichs from the Blacklist Exposed and the Green Bay Packers podcast. And uh, Troy's been on the show before. He's had many fun things around the Blacklist Exposed podcast, which is about the TV show, oddly enough, The Blacklist. And check this out. We got a call from Sony, and we're being invited as press to go to the filming of the 100th episode of The Blacklist in New York. That's cool. So you've gone from, uh, let's see, I know you've been in John Bokenkamp's office. Correct. Um, you, you, you flew, what, to California to record some sort of fan thing, and now you're actually going to get to go watch them film an episode? Correct. That's cool. Can you be like an extra? That would be cool. Make sure you check That's out cool. the school of com. and if you're really into podcasting, make sure you listen to the School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Uh, he does an amazing job. One thing that I have to say about Dave is that he seems more knowledgeable about podcasting than anyone from any other how-do podcast show that I've listened to. And uh, just according to his intro, he's been doing podcasting since 2005. So that's what, going on 13 years of honing his craft. Now, um, I think, well, he says it in that the clip that I play that he went to school for education, which I think really helps him tie together his messages and his podcasts. So I know that I played a short clip from the beginning so you could kind of get an idea of what his, because his, his intro sums up his entire show. But I think that's what's really awesome about it is that in his, in his show, he takes a story and the lesson from that story, and then he ties it into podcasting. And that's the main reason why I listen to it every week. So from the time I have been involved in podcasting, which really hasn't been any time at all, it seems that there is these like three different layers of it. There's the technical layer, uh, which is like getting the, the the technical piece of podcasting down, like the equipment and how to record it and everything. And then there's the business layer, which talks about, you know, ad inventory, monetizing your podcast. And then there's the value add from the show. Now, just like he says, you can go on YouTube and learn how to do a podcast. You can go on YouTube and really learn about monetization of a podcast. But that that really value add piece, he does a really good job at. And if you really want to understand what I'm talking about, go listen to the podcast that he did last week. Um, it's called, uh, uh, I think it's called Wood Chopping with uh, Steven Spielberg. And uh, it's a fantastic podcast. Um, so uh, just go and check it out. Uh, if you like it, go ahead and vote for it on the age of radio show, but I'm going to kick it over to, uh, the next podcast, the, the fourth podcast for the November podcast awards. And that's star talk. So here's a clip from star talk. Oh, what you, what are you saying? Oh, you trekkies and TV addicts. Don't mean to this, don't mean to bring static. Oh, you cling on to your grandma's house. Grab your back street friend to get loud. Say, doc, what's the condition? I'm a man that's on a mission. 
But is anybody asking, I'm curious, is like, obviously with technology, we're like, driverless cars, bring them on! I'm and all for that, but go on. You So am I, except that we should... No, I don't have an accept. Is anyone you're not all for it if your rest of the sentence has the word accept in it. <laughs> Do we understand language construction, sentence yes. construction here? I am all for it. Okay. However, <laughs> <laughs> within humans' adoption of technology, we, there are questions that come. And so are you, is your department sort of working on like, hey, everybody, when you get to this point, you guys should consult us? Yeah. So take self-driving cars, for example. There's a big issue about, so say the car's you know, uh, about to hit five people. And it the can, trolley problem. Yeah, it's the trolley problem. It's so not a problem. And it can, it can veer off and kill you. So how many people would actually buy a car that'll kill you? Yeah? <laughs> All right. So, having a rough con? <laughs> yeah, 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 it's tough. Costume didn't make it this My year. Yeah, fell off. But all these, uh, all these uh, sort of AI researchers and programmers, they have to decide. Star Talk Radio is a blast. Star Talk right. is a podcast on space, science, and popular culture, and it's hosted by your personal astrophysicist Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he brings on various comics and celebrities to co-host. And his main co-host is Chuck Nice. Um, but he also does another podcast uh, that's part of the Star Talk radio series um, with Bill Nye, the science guy that's awesome. But in this clip that you just heard, this was one of their most recent podcasts. And on it, they're talking about human augmentation and, and what we're doing with it and specifically how ethics are associated with or what ethics are associated with human augmentation. And in this episode, they're at New York Comic Con doing a live panel recording, but it has a philosopher from NYU. His name is uh, Matthew Lau. And then it also has uh, Mythbuster Adam Savage on it. And I know that Mythbusters, I don't think is around anymore, uh, but Adam Savage is on it. And it's just a great podcast. So remember, if you want to vote for your most favorite podcast, go to Age of Radio Radiohead's group page and vote. So I'm going to keep voting open for November all the way through November. So you still have like two and a half weeks. It's November. Um, this is coming out on November 9th. And so go on there, vote. It's a poll that's at the top and you can vote between Uncivil, Coffee with Butterscotch, Star Talk, and the School of Podcasting. So make sure that you vote. And what we're going to do is we're going to send an award out to the winner. And I've been having some complications with the award piece of it, um, but we're going to talk about that uh, next episode as part of the business development. Uh, and then to continue our business development talk uh, with what we're going to talk about today, which is a lot to do with lead generation. But I'm going to kick over to our uh, social media portion. So cue the music. Let's talk a little bit about social media. Now that JVM Packs is up and running and Age of Radio is slowly getting on its way, I think now is better than later to create a scorecard um, uh, or at least starting to look at what metrics might be useful to us. And if you don't know, a scorecard is essentially the list of metrics that a company uses to measure its success. And that's essentially what it is. 
Now, the scorecard encompasses other metrics than just financial metrics. So when you think of metrics, a lot of people may think of, you know, your revenue, what your expenses are, and, and other uh, ratios that might come out of the financial statements. Um, and, and so if you don't know, financial statements are a balance sheet and an income statement for the most part. Um, there are some other ones, but those are the ones that most people might be familiar with. Now, uh, when we think about a scorecard, it's going to make more sense when we start talking about it, or at least when I start talking about it to you, when I, when I tell you how I'm really going to create ours or what kind of thoughts that, I, that I'm having about what I think we should measure. Now, originally in this podcast, <laughs> I wanted to talk about the Age of Radio Facebook group, but I thought that that may be jumping the gun. Uh, because uh, we really need to focus on the Instagram metrics that we're going to follow uh, for, for Age of Radio and for JV Impacts and for other businesses that I may may do in the future. Now, I think having uh, IG, and that's how I'm going to refer to Instagram as IG, I think having IG metrics will really help build a long-term uh, IG brand awareness strategy. Um, and, and we can also use those metrics to implement into our uh, marketing strategy. Um, or our content marketing strategy. But what I wanted to do in, in this show was kind of start by giving a breakdown of what some of the basic Instagram metrics are. And, and if you're, you're following this, you might be already familiar with it, but it's really a good place for me to think about or to talk it out so I can start by looking and understanding what IG metrics there are. Now, if you have a business, you can link your IG profile to a business profile. And what it does is it unlocks IG insights. Now, if you don't have a business profile, you can get Iconosquare. Iconosquare is actually a lot better than uh, the Instagram insights, in my opinion, um, and it costs $9 a month. And, and I used to have it and I really liked it. I used it every day, but I wanted to use the $9 for something else, uh, especially since we're going to be possibly hosting some other uh, podcast. And until I get uh, the, the Age of Radio hosting site up, I have to pay for that hosting. Um, from another provider. Now, um, I'm really money con conscious, I guess you could say. And as an expense manager, um, I think that that uh, as an expense manager, you really need to make sure that you're using the money in the right places um, at the right time, especially when you're starting your business or building your brand. So uh, breaking down the basics of the Instagram insights, the first portion that you see is obviously how many followers you've, you've gained over the last uh, uh, seven days, and then also ab about the amount of posts that you put over the last seven days. But that aside, what it does then is it kind of gives you a little breakdown of demographics. So how many men follow you and how many women follow you? For me, it's 63% men and 37% women follow my Age of Jeremy Instagram. Now, it then gives a breakdown of the age range. My two top age ranges are 18 to 24 and 25 to 34, which this isn't really surprising because that's I'm 33 and the content that I put out would probably attract people between 18 and 34, which is essentially millennials. Now, the next thing is uh, that it shows what city you're, you're most followed in. Of course, mine's Phoenix because I'm from Phoenix. And then you can also look at the country, which mine is the United States. Then the metrics that it says, uh, the metrics that it does are impressions, reach, and then profile views. And when you think of impressions, reach, and profile views, you can think of that the higher these numbers are, the better your content is doing getting in front of people. So the IG algorithm is just like any other search engine. So the better your tags are um, and the better your tags fit the needs of the 
the people that are looking for content, the more Instagram is going to get your stuff in front of those people that hopefully will be interested. And this is why it's really important to have a niche uh, which I talked about last episode. And of course, mine doesn't have the, the most focal niche right now because it's just everything about my life and I'm still working on that. But again, if you look at John Vasquez, who's just killing it on Instagram right now, uh, he's gone almost up a thousand in the last like two weeks um, of Instagram followers. And you can follow him at JV impacts underscore on Instagram. But essentially, if if you look at his, he's got a perfect niche and Instagram's understanding that. And it's looking at the hashtags that he has and it's putting in front of the right people. And they're now engaging in it by following him. If you're unfamiliar with what impressions are, um, it's the amount of time your posts have been seen. So right now, my IG Insights says that my posts have been seen 4,422 times over the last seven days, which essentially it's pretty low in the scheme of things. But the way I look at it is uh, mankind didn't create God in one day, so it's going to take some time to get that going. Now, reach is the amount of unique users who have seen your posts. So uh, impressions are the amount of times your posts have been seen, and it could have been by the same person a hundred times, where reach is the amount of unique users who have seen your posts. So mine is 525. Uh, so my reach is 525 over the last seven days. So that means that 525 unique users have seen my post or a, a very generic way to think of that is 525 different people have seen my posts over the last seven days. And then the very last metric uh, in this category that Instagram shows you is profile views. My profile views are 157, which means that 157 people have seen my profile over the last seven days or gone and clicked on it so they could look into my profile. Now, these things are a really great place to get to start with setting goals. But there's another metric that that that's called the engagement rate. And the higher the above metrics are is the better your content's getting in front of people. But the higher the engagement rate is, is the better that people are looking at your contact and participating in it. And again, I'm trying to keep this show to about 30 to 45 minutes, I guess now. And um, I'm not going to continue talking about engagement rate. So make sure you come to our next episode because I'm going to talk more about engagement rate and kind of come up with an idea of how I want to use impressions, reach and profile views along with the engagement rate in our strategy here at Age of Radio and with JV Impacts. All right, welcome to the business development portion of our show where I talk about building my businesses and developing them into entities that can uh, sustain themselves. Now, with the business development, I'm going to talk about two things. One, I'm going to talk about the importance of feedback, something really short and sweet. And then I'm also going to talk about uh, this, this concept of lead generation and where I'm thinking we need to focus our lead generation for JV Impacts and for for um age of radio now i have um uh, a wife her name's danielle last name's alatore she doesn't have my last name and she 
uh, is always giving me feedback, mainly because feedback's really good, no matter who you get it from. Now you can take the feedback um, and use it, or you can just shrug it off and just tell the person, thank you. Um, that's something I learned from John Vasquez. And, and John Vasquez has been a mentor of mine for the last six years, and he has given me a lot of feedback, and it's really helped me grow as an individual and as a, I guess in this sense, entrepreneur. <laughs> but um, but uh, my wife gave me some feedback, and one of the things that she told me was that I said certain things on the show that I was should have followed up on and I never followed up on. So specifically, I talked about my sniffles that I had on episode one um, and my breathing and how it was going to come through into the microphone, and then also the swinging of my chair. And I said that I was going to come back and talk a little bit about what it sounded like, um, if it could really be heard, or if I was able to get some of it out. And for the most part, I was able to edit a lot of it out. A lot of the sound problem came from the fact that my microphone was set to omnidirectional. So I have a blue microphone snowball a mic that I'm using. It's a very inexpensive microphone. It's really good to get going with podcasting. I would recommend some other microphones for professional podcasting, which are the mics that we use for the JV Impacts show for Age of Radio. But I'm just using a blue uh, a blue snowball microphone, and it's got three settings. It's got one omnidirectional, and it's got uh, two cardioid directional. And cardioid directional is essentially like, think of a Think of a heart um, and, and think of the, the backside of the heart facing your mouth. All of the noise is picking up in the front part of the microphone. So you don't get any like amb ambient noise from around the microphone. And so I had it set to omnidirectional. And that's why the first episode of Age of Jeremy probably sounded a little bit different. Excuse me. Now, as far as my breathing goes, I have asthma and I have allergies and I'm also doing immunology uh, so I can buy a cat. Uh, I like animals a lot. And so I'm trying to spend the next couple of years doing Im immunology drops under my tongue to get um, to get more acquainted with um, the cat protein that I'm allergic to so I can get a cat. Anyway, so my allergies sometimes are bad because of that. And then sometimes just because I have allergies, they're bad. And sometimes it picks up in the microphone. I can usually edit it, a lot of it out using plugins. Um, but I thought that I would come back to that because my one of the biggest problems that my wife has with a lot of the stuff that I do in business is that I say I'm going to do something and then sometimes I don't follow through with it. So this is a good practice for me with you guys. And it's also good to take that feedback and run with it. As far as the swinging of the chair goes, I didn't really notice it too much when I was listening, uh, listening to the the podcast and editing it. Um, but I've been doing a lot better at just focusing the microphone and not swinging the chair. Um, but if you're in business and in life, I guess in business and in life, make sure you're taking feedback. It's something that I really highly recommend. Just don't be a fucking dick about it. Just take the feedback and and roll with it. Most of the time, people can see things that you're doing that you can't see or hear or know that you're doing. And when people bring your attention to it, take it, try it out, see what the feedback is and go with it. Uh, and, and you'll, you'll see that you get a lot further in life and in business. All right. But the next thing that I want to talk about is has to do with 
with lead generation. So one of the things that I think happens with businesses when they get started is they start up into their expansion phase. And the expansion phase of the business cycle is obviously expansion. So you're kind of just going up to a peak, kind of like on the side of a mountain. And I think there's a point in there where you really have to master how it is that you're going to sell your product or sell your service. And, and if you can do that, then you continue up the mountain. If you can't do that, then you kind of fall back down the mountain and don't really get started. And, and I feel that um, JV Impacts is, is in no way at that, that point yet, but it's something that I've been taking a lot of consideration into on how to develop leads. And so I, I was doing some research on this to try to develop our, our lead and to come up with a really strong lead strategy. And, and the first part that I come up with, I think, is, is that the number one thing you can do is to create free content for email addresses, which we do. And what I mean by that is to be able to offer free content to somebody in exchange for their email address. So right now, what you should do, in fact, probably more than listen to this podcast, is go to jvimpacts.com and you can get our free You Must Believe Way of Life book, which was written by John Vasquez. And essentially, it's a free book that that is a workbook that's a success system that John created that helps you succeed in any area of your life, and it's fantastic. So if you go to jvimpacts.com, you can get a free version of that book when you give us your email. And that's considered what's called a lead magnet. So the book that we give away for free is the magnet and, you know, that's a lead magnet because that's what you get. And it doesn't have to be a book. Um, some of the other lead magnets, magnets that are really common in this area of lead generation are webinars, uh, white papers. White papers are things that governments and um, brands can put out, I guess. Anybody can put it out business that's essentially just provides information on a subject. So if I created what I'm telling you about today as a white paper, I could give that away as a PDF document in exchange for an email. And then some other things where you can do an interview, maybe a, a different podcast. Like maybe I had a special podcast where I interview um, uh, a, a famous a famous businessman. And in that, that interview, I give it away for free, but only in exchange for your email. And then you can also give bonus tips. So this is a traditional way of creating leads or one of the most common ways of creating leads for a business is by giving away free content in exchange for an email. So we're doing that and we're getting really good at it. The next thing is, is uh, networking. This is something that we're starting to do. I know that John Vasquez is part of the, the Mesa the Mesa Chamber of Commerce. They have networking events. I'm going to a networking event tomorrow uh, for Junior Achievement of Arizona. It's celebrating its 60th anniversary. I'm on the board of directors for that organization. And I'm going, and what we're doing is we're meeting with uh, other philanthropists to, um, to kind of tell them more about Junior Achievement and either to try to bring them back uh, to donating to the organization um, if they've donated in the past or to uh, get new people to come into the organization. And if you don't know what Junior Achievement of Arizona is, is it's a, a, a um, nonprofit that focuses on entrepreneurship, work readiness, and, um, uh, and, and financial literacy for children from K through 12th grade. And it's a great program. I've been involved with it for years. So I, I suggest um, wherever you're listening to this, see if there's a uh, group in your area or a chapter in your area and, and become a part of it. And we can really um, help the, 
the future generation of children, especially when it comes to business strategies. Now, now uh, that's that's a one piece of networking. Um, another piece of networking that we're doing is our motivational mixer, which is a fantastic idea. I didn't think of that. Um, all of that goes to John Vasquez and his amazing wife, Lynette Vasquez. They came up with the motivational mixer concept, and we're going to be doing that once a month at Helton Brewing here in Arizona, uh, in Phoenix, Arizona. It's on 24th Street and in Indian School. And it's going to be uh, in December's is going to be on December 7th. And it's going to be from six to eight. Um, so if you're in the neighborhood, stop by, we're going to have a guest speaker, but that's essentially a way to do networking. And, and through that networking, we'll have business cards. Hopefully we'll get business cards. We'll give and get business cards and, and get more people that we can add to our list. And then the, the third strategy that I really want us to focus on that, that I'm thinking about for us focusing on is what's called a, an affinity group. An affinity group is essentially where you find other businesses that essentially have the same customer base that you have, and you partner together to build a strategy to get those customers. And and one of the the companies that I've I've been um, talking to a lot um, is Twisted Gear. And if you listen to the John Vasquez podcast, uh, he did an interview with one of their uh, employees um, who's in charge of um, one of their brands, actually called Adaptive, and his name's Joseph Roy Roybell. And, and Joseph was on, on the JV Impacts podcast, and I got to talk with him, and then I got to talk with him at our um, book release party, and, and that's when I kind of got to thinking that this might be a really good partnership for the JV Impacts brand um, to, to kind of see how we can partner together. But that's what affinity uh, a partnership is, and, and that's one of the things that I'm going to start researching a little bit more and seeing how we can build that into our brand, and once I can figure that out, then we can create success measures and set um, expectations of where we want to go with it. So the first thing that I'm going to do with Twisted Gear is I need to get business cards for JV Impacts. And Twisted Gear not only does athletic clothing, they have their Twisted brand and they have their Adaptive Gear brand and they have a third brand. And Joseph's going to kill me because I can't remember what the name of the third brand is that they have. Um, but they also have a parent company, um, uh, Twisted. And, and they also do uh, graphic design for T-shirts, for business cards, for um, backdrops, for um, decals on cars. So they do all kinds of stuff. So I reached out to Joseph today to see how much it was for his company to uh, to make me business cards because I'm going to need some. Because it's frustrating for me that I don't have business cards to go to the event tomorrow at Junior Achievement, um, whether it's for my current business that I work for. 40 hours a week or for JV impacts, which JV impacts is really, is really where a lot of my, I want my focus to be right now because a, um, we're, we're starting to build it really good and B because I think that we can create a really strong uh, educational platform, not only for individuals, but for businesses. So I'm going to start doing some more research on the affinity group, trying to build a strategy, um, with, with another business and see how we can partner because Twisted Gear, their clients are people that are, are um, needing athletic gear. And our people are people that we're going to help with health, uh, motivation, health, and fitness. So there has to be something that we can do together to try to get more customers to both of our businesses. And that's what an affinity strategy is. And so, so I'm really looking forward to that, to seeing what I can come up with that, and then to create metrics for for our um, lead magnet strategy, for our network strategy, and then for our affinity group strategy. And if I can create those metrics, then we can create success points, and then we can put those as part of our balanced scorecard. And that's how all this works together. 
So that's everything for business development. Now we are going to move over to my life. All right, this is the fourth part of our show. And fuck, I feel like it took forever to get here. Mainly because I don't (laughs) record all of this in order. Um, which makes it feel more daunting than it actually is to record the podcast. But um, anyway, um, let's talk a little bit about my life. Um, I have quit exercising because I wanted to uh, dedicate more time to work. And it's not really impacting me all that much other than um, I've been drinking probably more soda than I should to, uh, for the caffeine and energy drinks. But to offset that, I started drinking more tea throughout the day. So I don't know. I don't know if that really counter uh, has a counter effect. But essentially, I've been I've been doing a lot of thinking about dieting, especially since I'm not going to be exercising as much um, and, and more maybe not dieting, but nutrition. So I had John Vasquez make me a. Uh, some macros because we have an app out and it's really exciting to say that you have your own app. It's the JV impacts app. And, uh, what you do is you, uh, email John Vasquez at jvimpacts.com, and John Vasquez will make you a macro plan, macronutrient plan. So how much protein you're supposed to have, how much fat you're supposed to have and how much, um, protein, fat and carbohydrates you're supposed to eat throughout the day. And so he'll make you that and it's $49.99 a month, but it's customized macro plan. And then for $79.99 a month, you can do a macro plan plus a workout plan. And what's great about our app is with the workout plan, you have um, pictures or videos of people on how to do the exercises. So one of the things, especially for my mom, my mom hates going to the gym because she doesn't know how to do the machine or do the, the exercise. So utilizing the JVM Packs app, she can have that plan in her workout and then she can see what the exercise is supposed to look like and then do the exercise. But I, th- I think my mom gets enough exercise. She works for the post office and her route's all walking. So she walk- walks for like eight miles a day. She's in better health than than anyone in our household, including our animals, our pets. And so, um, but essentially I had John make that for me. I haven't started using it yet, um, mainly because uh, I love eating anything that I want. So usually what I'll do is I'll eat whatever I want, but then I'll exercise a lot. But since I stopped the exercise portion of it, probably should really start watching what I'm eating. So that's something that I want to do, but it's great because we have the JV Impacts app to really help out with that. Um, with that that piece. Um, so again, if you, if you want to get that, because it's awesome to say that you have your own app. Um, so I'm going to say it as much as possible that we have our own JV Impacts app, but you would um, reach out to John Vasquez at JV Impacts. I'm sorry, JV at jvimpacts.com and uh, ask him about the new app and about a nutrition plan for you. And and he'll make one. It's it's fantastic. And he he loves, he loves doing nutrition stuff and workouts. Like I feel that I feel that that's actually his gift to mankind. His gift to mankind is to motivate people to eat healthy, to, um, to work out and to live a fulfilling life. So I I really encourage you to reach out to him. If, if, uh, if you want to, uh, uh, take your health to a, a whole new level.
Um, but some of the other stuff that's going on in my life right now, I've been, I kind of got obsessed recently with Elon Musk, mainly because uh, he has, he has two businesses that he works 40 hours a week at. Um, one obviously is Tesla. And the other is SpaceX, which has a, a NASA contract to build rockets. They have the Falcon 9, and then they have their Dragon pod capsule. And and then and then um, also he has what's called the Boring Company, which is about making um, tracks underneath ground that can take cars across um, the city a lot quicker. Uh, mainly because we waste a lot of time with our drives. And, and I've been thinking a lot about that because I spend an hour in the car in the morning and then an hour and a half in the car at night trying to get home because I work in Chandler, but I live in Glendale, Arizona, and the, the traffic is just atrocious. And the other thing about it is, is we're trying to, or he, he is trying to create different, different ways for us to be more efficient because we're more, more efficient. We have more time. We have more time. We can, we can do better things with that time. Um, and then he has Neuralinks, which is a, a company that's working on uh, chip implants for, um, I guess, body augmentation or human augmentation um, that we would put implants of chips in our brain. I, I haven't really researched it too much, but, but the boring company and Neuralink, those are really just side um, hobbies for him, for Elon Musk. But he, he puts in about a hundred hours a week between all of his, his organizations and companies. And that's something that I've been, been really focusing on is seeing, I call it the Elon Musk project, is seeing how much I can, can, can replicate his, his work pattern so that I can be, so I can get ahead of, of other people and get my creation. Because my, my main overall goal in life is to take Age of Radio and make it into the, the greatest media company in the world, whether it's through podcast networking. Um, I have, I have idea, a line of, um, of plugins that we're going to be working on um, that, that, that we're going to work on over the next couple of years. And then, and then to get into some more production techniques, but, but that, that really doesn't, I, I want it age of radio to be a place where you can a one-stop shop to, um, to get your media and to do your media and to create media. Um, and that's what, what age of radio is going to be. And then JV impacts. I want to spend more time with JV impacts because it's really a, a better way to create better businesses in our society. And I may not get, get, the education piece from JV impacts um, uh, the JV impacts educational piece to the businesses exactly how I want it to be. But I think that it's great. And then a, a great way, a great place to get started with, with JV impacts and John Vasquez. And then the other pieces we we're changing lives. We're motivating people and we're changing their lives. And hopefully we can through John's motivation and through the, the content that we put out with JV impacts, we can get people to, to live more fulfilling lives and be, be better individuals and to, and to, um, and to, to get, and to bring happiness to their lives. That's really what we're going. We want to impact someone's life every single day at, at uh, JV impacts. And then the other thing that I'm, I'm working on is a hobby that I don't don't put in a lot of work, but it's it's another project that that I, I'm working on with my wife, um, and it's called a One Home One Human. And essentially, what One Home One Human is about is is either going to be a nonprofit or a corporation. I don't know, but essentially, it's focused on on sustaining human humans' existence here on Earth um, while sustaining Earth um, through new technologies. And then it's about creating new technologies that'll help us understand how to sustain our existence on other planets. 
So right now, and that and that's what a lot of my Elon Musk reading has been about, um, and Jeff Bezos reading with Blue Origins, is because because we're in a place where you know Elon Musk wants us to to live on on Mars and to colonize Mars, and I'm I'm a big advocate for colonization on other planets, um, mainly because I'm a big big advocate for finding out what the secrets of the universe are. And it's really, really interesting to me because the older that I get and the more knowledgeable I get, the more that I wish that I had done something different. I think that um, that uh, uh, I have a master's in business administration, which is a great feat for someone who never graduated high school. And it's from a pretty good college. It's from Northeastern University. And then I have two bachelor degrees um, from Arizona State, one in finance and one in accounting. And and I feel that th this is great. And, and, and I, I can go get a better job than I currently have where I work. Um, but, but my passion is I got more, is I gained more knowledge really isn't in those fields. Those fields help me because I'm able to talk to you guys about business development could probably communicate a little bit better to you, but, but I really want to focus on, um, uh, physics and astrophysics. And I feel that if I could redo life, um, I would really focus on those things. And because I'm part of JV Impacts and I'm part of this new education movement that John Vasquez is doing and this motivational movement, it's really helped me realize that I am still young and I can still do these things. And, and that those are the things that I want to make my hobby. Um, I really want to um, reduce the cost for solar energy. So I've been spending some time reading about sustainability here on Earth and spending spare time reading about how to create solar paneling um, at home. It's much less expensive than it is to get the commercial solar paneling and seeing how we can get more solar paneling to everybody in the world um, and, and to make it a, a better alternative to electricity, um, which we know burns coal, um, which is better than, than the gasoline cars. Uh, but I, I feel that we can do even better. But anyways, those are just some of my ideas about what's going on in my life right now. So I'm really focusing on, on getting to 100 hours of working a week, um, um, mainly for John Vasquez at JV Impacts, and then for Age of Radio. But then my side project, uh, my, my little ha side hobby that I have is about sustainability and, and understanding astrophysics and physics more. So that's where I'm at in my life. Um, it, hopefully it doesn't change change too much. Those are going to be my focal points. I'm starting to a regimen of, of spending my hour working on uh, more uh, paperwork or more reading every day at lunch. So I work while I eat. Um, and then I'm trying to figure out how I can put in more knowledge pieces throughout my day to attain better results. But that's everything for uh, episode three that I have. Thank you for listening to me. I hope I didn't go too off track there. And, um, uh, but but there's a lot of exciting stuff coming. So uh, I hope you stay tuned for episode four. It'll be coming out in about two weeks. Again, I'm doing one episode every other week now. And or well, that's what the original idea was, but I wanted to get two in in October. So two, two, two a month, essentially, or every other week. And uh, so as I say at the end of every podcast, if you're listening to this in the morning, have a good afternoon. If you're listening to this in the afternoon, have a good evening. And if you're listening to this in the evening, have a good night. And I hope you listen to episode four. Go and subscribe.